This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. Uh, David, there has been a lot said in the Bible about overcoming generations of dysfunction. And today we're talking about fatherhood within the persecuted church. I think biblically, there's a number of fathers who have successfully broken the cycle of dysfunction in their families. And uh, and we see throughout the scripture, the guys who are willing to stand up and say, the dysfunction ends with me are the ones who can see then generations of uh, of children who are following the Lord. So no exception here with uh, the SOM Global Network. Uh, there are uh, there are fathers who are saying, you know what, this is the time that the dysfunction ends and we're going to set our family on a path that's going to follow Jesus. So how have you seen that play out here, David, with the SOM Global Network? Yeah, Mark. I think it's so important that as you're bringing up some key points that I want to talk through, as even using the word dysfunction means it begs to say that there is an ideal. Yeah. And that it's interesting, Mark, how when you talk to people in the world, even non-believers, the majority of people out there can recognize and will tri- triumph uh, or, or celebrate good fatherhood. Right. I mean, I, I, I think that we'd argue there's always some people out there that truly we would say we're truly bent and, you know, maybe don't think it's all neutral. It doesn't matter. But all, down deep, everybody wants a loving relationship with their father. Everybody wants to feel protected, led, provided for by their father. And I think that's why fatherhood and motherhood, really, both of them are close to the heart of Spirit of Martyrdom International because that's leadership. I, and, you know, when we talk about fathers of the faith, mm-hmm. we're really saying the leaders of the faith who help form and help right. lead. Uh, so it's so key that I think when we're working worldwide and we're working in these persecuted, restricted areas of, of the world, who are the fathers of faith there? And, and what does even fatherhood look like in actual families? And right. someone who's saying about dysfunction, they, they're... They're recognizing that there is an ideal, there is a standard. Uh, then, then as believers, trying to reconcile man back to God, we're, I believe, one of the beauties uh, of the uh, the fruit of the gospel is to reestablish godly biblical fatherhood, which brings health, love, uh, provision, protection. And um, and so, yeah, so I just wanted to point that out, Mark, as you were talking about that, all that, that went through my mind. And, and so, we, you know, we the, in this month's newsletter that we hope people have in their hands, mm-hmm. we want them to really think it and, and through their own heart. Um, you know, how have they brought fatherhood through, you know, their own life and in their own leadership, even women? You know, I mean, there's a fatherhood is a, also a metaphor for, again, um, loving and caring and uh, re- you know, reaching out to those who are broken and lost, and some of the things we start out in that newsletter is just a, uh, some of those characteristics of care and compassion, instruction, spiritual blessing we see in the scripture, get correction, guidance, and wisdom are just some. And we I encourage uh, you know our listening audience to go through a study in the scriptures of fatherhood leadership. Yeah, sure. And so when we when we look at that, then we can start going around the world. We talk about in India. Mark, uh, we're talking about how the church planters are fathering the next generation. I mean, literally, they're 
the around the world we're with first generation Christians, so they can't point towards, you know, my yeah. certainly biological father. Yeah, a lot of times they're 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 the first ones. They're they're the first man in their family to be a follower of Christ, and so they're setting the tone. They're setting the example for those who are uh, going to follow after them, and how children are going to be fathered by a Christian father. Yeah, and, and many of these when they you know it's ninety percent Hindu in in India, many of them are they're kicked out, disowned by their biological families. So two things happen. One is when they're younger, they need to find, you know, spiritual leaders and champions to, to just love them, guide them, encourage them. But as they grow, then, of course, you know, God's growing his kingdom. And he calls each believer to have the father heart of God, to to begin to be fathers to others. And, right. and that's what the certainly like church planters in India are doing as they are now going to these villages that are unreached, uh, coming to people that are broken and hurting, who I think one thing that we see universal among in the world and mm. certainly corruption of mankind is broken father daughter son relationships. Yeah. So, David, how would you, how, how do you think, just on a, a surface level, how does the idea of biblical fatherhood differ from the other definitions of fatherhood with those who are, you know, in our, in our network, like they're dealing with cultures that have a totally different way of seeing fatherhood. How is, how is Christian fatherhood different than that traditional idea in their cultures? Well, that's a great question. What comes to my, my mind and heart in a quick comparison is the thought that, you know, I've, I've noticed that like in the Muslim world, I mean, a lot of fatherhood is really about the power and the honor that it brings to the fathers. It's it could be totalitarianism. It could be their words, the final word. And I think that's a universal, right, is, is sin brings selfishness. It, it's a self-indulgence. While the father heart of God we see, who God is love, is the true idea that the the power of fatherhood, the the honor, the, um, is used for the greater good of the family mm. uh, and the community. And so I think that's the biblical context is, is fatherhood is the heart of God and it's truly now nurturing people to the full maturity of image and likeness of God, mm. growing up as, from children into adulthood. All right. Well, hey, let's move over to Africa. And uh, Abdu is a guy who we've talked about before. And Abdu was, and let me just, <laughs> you need to probably get my facts straight because you were really way more involved in this than, than I was. Uh, he was in prison for his faith. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit about uh, the circumstances there. And, uh, and he was released and he has the opportunity to uh, extend forgiveness to his captors, and um, and we have an update from him. So tell us a little bit what what's going on with Abdu, and the circumstances around his situation, how he has become an exemplary father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for new listeners, they want to go back in our podcast and our newsletters to get Abdu's story. But in a nutshell, uh, in North yeah. Africa, he was arrested and given charges uh, for apostasy and immediate death sentence. Uh, by God's grace, uh, our network and leadership there intervened, and we were able to um, see a um, a satisfactory conclusion that he was set free. And there's a lot of details we can't even share on that, but he was set free. And because of his fa- faithfulness of being 
uh, in um, prison. I think it was about four months now, if I'm going off my memory. But, uh, you know, that God really tested him during that time. And in, 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 when he was released, even though the guards and the inmates gave him a standing ovation because he'd gotten so much respect in that prison. He had been a light for Christ, had not compromised. Uh, then now it's opened up all kinds of opportunities wow. for him to be a light in North Africa as a Muslim background believer and who one who has been tested and and mm. come through that. So his whole family actually has really been energized in, in faith and love and and being supported by the global church. And so, um, yeah, P thank you for prayers, people's prayers. We called for a lot of prayers during that time. We wanted to thank everyone Amen. for those prayers and that he's doing well and representing so much of the growth in, uh, in Northwest Africa. Well, we have a lot more to talk about as far as fatherhood is concerned, and we'll get right back to it right after this break. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Today, we're talking about fatherhood and how fatherhood plays itself out in the persecuted church. In the newsletter that recently came out, there's a headline in there that says this, David. It says, a new fatherhood pattern breaks historic curse. Mm -hmm. Now, in America, we don't deal with curses very much. Mm -hmm. What does this mean, that there's a historic mm -hmm. curse? <laughs> Can you explain yeah. this headline a little bit? Well, you know, interesting, in America, we just make everything scientific. Um, you know, for yeah. instance, the uh, the research shows that if you have alcoholic parents, a 60% chance that you could fall into alcoholism, and that falls. And, you know, and, and so what we just put it down to research. and uh, But they are some, find some DNA at times and stuff like that. But, you know, God, in his word, says that the sins of the father shall be uh, passed on the fourth and third and fourth generation, which yeah, in right. some ways is a lot of God's grace because that means there is a breaking time and, and righteousness to a thousand generations. And that's probably for another show to really go deep into that. But the reality of it is, is that around the world, um, nations, uh, you know, corporate groups of people, communities have corporate sin and brokenness. And this mm -hmm. uh, Latin America, specifically Mexico here we're talking about, uh, in, in history, the Spanish conquered Mexico and they... They enslaved many of the tribal people down there, uh, unfortunately sleeping with many of the women and being mistreated. Uh, many children were uh, born out of, out of marriage, out of a loving father, raised by a, a single mom who obviously had all that trauma and hurt and brokenness. And so what we've seen is there's a passing down, an inheritance of brokenness, of hurt, of pain, of rejection um you know the illegitimate child kind of uh syndrome mm -hmm. and and so what uh, our director down there Alberto's talks about is that it, when the, it's so exciting to him when he sees these tribal people coming to Christ one of the things that God heals in their heart is their value and the understanding that they do have a father and the hope that that gives to them a purpose of love, uh, 
of you know confidence that their life means something, and um, and that they in that heavenly Father then transforms how now they can love their own family and looking the perspective what it means to have children and to be a husband and on and on. So uh, they they've you know Alberto reports out that's just bringing transformation of families and fathers specifically in these tribal areas. Well, there's another story on here from SOM Bangladesh about another man who was changed from an abusive father to, well, being a father of truth. It says, from father of lies to father of truth. Tell us a little bit about Omar and his story, David. Well, Bangladesh, highest density in the world, was the highest po- uh, poverty. And, uh, well, you know, like anything in an area like that, people, when they're hurting, they're going to reach out to areas to numb that pain. And alcoholism is nothing new to the world and certainly unfortunately used as a tool of the enemy and to destruction in Bangladesh and Omar was a drunk um, he was abusive to his wife uh, routinely beating her her and you know he obviously in, reported in his heart there was da- absolutely no joy and peace and then what happened is uh, Omar heard the gospel and he was convicted as hard of what, how he was mistreating his family and, and others and how his life was uh, just a ruin. When he received Christ's love, what's beautiful, Mark, is he experienced a new nature, a new heart. And he says God, how God transformed him. And so now he could love his family and he had joyfully wanted to serve Christ and share this news and the gospel with other Bangladeshis who have never heard the hope of Christ. And so again, here's a, here's just part of the fruit of what God is doing as the body of Christ in America is reaching out and assisting our brothers and sisters in persecuted unreached areas. And Bangladesh is one of the highest unreached and definitely persecuted nations. So we thank, thank the partners out there today for just one of their part in the prayers and giving uh, to our wonderful uh, workers, very small minority oppressed and persecuted in Bangladesh, but doing a great work. Now, I think of our listeners and what they can learn from some of these guys who are first-generation Christians. Many of them may be fathers who did not have a positive role model as a father growing up. Just like some of our persecuted brothers and sisters, they're also having to learn how to be a, a good father uh, without having a role model. What advice would you give for people who are facing fatherhood having never really seen a model of a good father before? Yeah, great question. I think in the first place, though, I, people, I think, really lack the appreciation of what the Word of God does for us. I just encourage guys who come from broken homes, saturate themselves in the Scriptures, in the Word of God, in Jesus, because that is the example of perfect fatherhood. Then, two is I would look for someone who really then walks in that love, mm. who's respected, good uh, reputation in the community, and just say, hey, can I spend time with you? Mm. And just spend time because there's nothing like hanging out with someone who knows Jesus, walks with him, and the example. And that relationship is going to help you grow. Those are the two things that first come to my mind. And, and that's why leadership is ultimately imprinted, is spending time with somebody who genuinely walks in truth. Well, hey, we want to encourage you to step out and becoming, well, a better leader and a better father in the kingdom of God. And so we would in- invite you to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. And the way you can do that, first of all, is by subscribing to our newsletter. Our full color newsletter comes out every month. And, and David, this last one we've been talking about has pictures of these guys. It has pictures of the work that is uh, happening on the front lines with those who are risking 
much for the gospel. You can sign up for that newsletter at atriskradio.com. You can also help this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it with a friend, by leaving a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions for us, we'd love to answer those questions on the program. Lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International are funded by you. So we're supported as you sign up to either be a monthly donor or as you exchange a donation for some books in our bookstore. You can visit the SOM bookstore at SOMbookstore.com. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, I just, this was fun for us on the newsletter for fatherhood is on the back. We got to advertise my father was, oh, yeah. uh, did the years ago, did the audio book for fearless love in the midst of terror. And there's a fun flashback photo from 2005. He and oh, I were that, visiting that is, persecuted believers in, in Egypt. And so that's on the newsletter, but we are highlighting this month at S1 bookstore is the audio book. And people could download that. And I would invite people to go to that bookstore. It's really fun interviews. Mujahed and I are on there live. My father's the narrator. We do some, um, we do uh, some inside kind of perspective interview at the end of that um, audiobook. So it's it's a it was a fun piece we did in the past. And if anybody hasn't heard that, I'd love for love to share that with you. Yeah, it's really an interesting audiobook in that it has this great, you know, music background and has it's kind of dramatized and it, it's really a it's really a powerful recording. And uh, David, you have a great mustache on here. I mean, mm. uh, <laughs> yes, yes. There, uh, my heritage of a mustache. One time I had a goatee. Mm. I'm kind of a clean shaved guy these days. But uh, Mark, you're still representing that world. You have the whole, you know, uh, beard, yeah. nice, nice groomed beard there, yeah, brother. Thanks. So, different seasons of life. Um, I'm a few <laughs> years ahead of Mark. By the time it starts getting gray, you might be tempted to shave it off a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's, start, it's starting to get there. Uh, You're like showing to, a little bit, Mark, yeah. <laughs> I like to say it makes me look distinguished. So yes. and anyway, you can pick up that audiobook at SO1bookstore.com. It's I mean, any donation. I mean, if you give a penny, it's it, you can download that. We, we really just want to get that into the hands of people who want to listen to it. And anything we receive from that goes right to those who are risking much for the gospel. Well, hey, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been at Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.